Blog Talk Radio. You are now plugged in to the number one radio show in the universe. It's official, the Juice Radio Show, straight out of North Tulsa, with Sterling. Hey, man, what's going on, man? It's Sterling, I'm back. And Dickles. This is Shalissa on the beat, and Dickles in the seat. Hey. And Willie the Goat. Y'all already know what it is. Welcome to the Juice Radio Show. It's your boy, Willie the Goat. And TK. Hey, it's your girl, TK. And Jay Connie. Giddy, what up, Icon? It's your boy, Jay Connie. And the girl from the shop, Illy Red. What's up, you guys? It's Illy Red. And Shaka. Shaka. Coming from the north side. And your boy, Ramar, the hometown heat. What up, it's your boy, Ramar. And Trey, the Texas Playboy. Got you. Tune in right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. To the hottest show on the planet. The Juice Radio Show starts now. Yo, welcome to the Juice Radio Show. It's your boy Ramona, hometown heat. We are here in the building, man. It is such a phenomenal day. Uh, it's the 29th of August, and September is almost here, man, and we are so excited to really make some things happen in Tulsa. We got our crew here. Everybody let them know who you are, where you from, what set you claim. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. Shotgun along with the north side, man. You heard chilling, you know, with the crew. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, Take easy. Take easy. Uh, what's up? <laughs> How was your week, Take easy? Um, it's still going, but it was good. A little light weekend. Oh, yeah. You started again. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last Wednesday. How? What's going? And you're going to Union. Yeah, I go to Union. She, she got okay. money, y'all. She, <laughs> she got money. <laughs> but the house is like really big, I'm sure. Like y'all ain't staying in no one bedroom apartment though. Well, nah. Don't really God is blessed. There you go. Yeah, school is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Sha man, how was how was it, how was your week? Productive. Like yeah. uh in the schools we already started working with the kids, so I'm already mm-hmm. getting to assess them and all that and um aside from that i met up with daryl moses and his homie freddie and we got some work in in the studio Ooh, okay yeah man now who like what's the you said daryl moses mm-hmm. okay has he um is he an artist or does he just produce uh he's an artist he be doing a lot of freestyling and his uh-huh. freestyle game is super cold really super cold Yeah, I know, right? Bring them on in and have them freestyle a little bit. Yeah, so, uh, man, it's it's such a great day today, and I'm just so excited to have the team here. We're going to take a look at the weather for the week. So we have uh, the weather is 92 degrees with a 10% chance of rain, so there's no chance at all. But tomorrow, 83 degrees with 70% chance of rain, and the low is 74 degrees. And Saturday is 85 degrees with 50% chance of rain, so possibly could or could not rain. But expect the rain tomorrow to happen to hit your doorstep tomorrow, so uh, just be prepared. 
be prepared tomorrow. Do you ride the bus, Kay Keezy? No. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Told you she rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she don't have to worry about the rain at all, man. All right, so Sha, man, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about music and what's going on in that world. What's up, man? Man, it's been a productive week for music as well. First, we got Lil Wayne, who getting ready to drop an album before this year is over. We had Little Nas X. He got nominated for a country award very recently, which is cool. And we had Rhapsody, North Carolina MC, who released her album Eve, paying homage to all the black women. So that's cool. And then we had Missy Elliott. She dropped an EP recently, which is like her first project. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it's been a great week for music. Yeah, man. Are you into music at all, Kay Keezy? Yes. Who do you who is your favorite artist? Like few of them. Um I like Roddy Rich, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. I really like Chance the Rapper. I like um Daniel Caesar. Mm, I really like that's my dude. Yeah. Um I like Megan the Stallion. Okay. Right. <laughs> um So did you like uh Chance the Rapper's latest album? I heard a couple songs. Like, my brother plays in the car, so I usually just listen to him because he's really into Chance the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, Young Thug. And yeah. Like that. You going to the concert? Who? Uh, Chance the Rapper. Rapper. Yeah. Oh, no. I was planning on going to Megan the Stallions, but I don't know about Chance the Rapper. I, uh, thought it had, I don't know if it's happening. Hmm, no, it happens in October when we're in Atlanta. It, October? Yeah, his, his concert is coming this way. I might go. Yeah. I I went to his last one when he came to Tulsa, and it was pretty dope. Like it I really, good. yeah. I heard about that one. Oh yeah, it was really good. It was really good. He, he basically, I mean, he did all of his joints, you know, from from basically all of his albums. So I'm I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see how this one is gonna pan out. You know, like this this coming up, is he gonna sing some of the same songs that he sung or I didn't yeah. know that he wasn't on a label, like he doesn't have yes. a, like an independent artist. And I was yes. like, You gone really far to be that one of them and um I was watching one of the like a talk show and they uh-huh. were talking about like the if Young Thug was better than Chance the Rapper and it was like I don't know. I nah. feel like I feel like he's better because he's like independent he did all this by himself yes yeah yeah Yeah. he knows the game and he knows where to tell people to go to help them Mm -hmm. so it makes him like a lot better of an artist to me yeah because he's an owner and you know and artist artist at the same time and he's motivational Mm -hmm. like he talked about real stuff yeah yeah shoot out i like how whenever he working on a new project rather than talking about things that he feel as if other people are like he just talks about what's going on in his life right now yes. and that's really what hip-hop yeah. is it, it really is i saw a interview um it was i think it was the breakfast club and he was talking mm-hmm. about how this album was really about his wedding day so he was like really a lot of people didn't get to come to his wedding so he was like a lot of these songs is about his wife and his wedding day and he was like how some people feel that artists um they feel that artists should be in a dark place to make an album. But it was like, he was saying, you know, he, God, some people feel that artists that have been really hurt in life, they come oh, out with yeah. the best art, you know, but he was like, that's kind of dark. He was like, what, how come I can't have a good, you know, experience and share that experience with everybody? So I was like, man, that's, that's so true. They were saying that because a lot of artists, they talk about like, they don't really talk about positivity. You know, right. They really talk about like what they've been through and it's like right. a competitive song or what they've been through, what they're right. going through, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's I, good music, though. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Like, his music is really dope. Like, he, I love the fact that he has, like, a lot of different artists on his albums. Yeah. And they all kind of fit. They really do fit where the artist is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really get too many albums from him that's just like, nah, I don't think that artist went for that song. Like, um... Uh, one more label try to stop me like that fit yeah. for Little Wayne and 2 Chains. like that fit for them mm-hmm. so I was just like man and his album is just kind of like that too to where he put the right artist on the right beat so, I feel like anybody can really flow so. yeah that's true that's true and, and now like they I was just reading about how uh, artists now are at a point to where um, they're really they're, they're becoming a lot more independent artists that are really successful. It's just uh, what I think it's website or this business called United Masters. Yeah. Where you can kind of sign up with them. Well, you can sign up with them, and they help you. I don't know if it's with distributing or streaming services. They help you to get to the streaming services to where you can like play your music and stuff. So it's like yeah, and uh, what's the dude Chopper? Uh, N- NLE Chopper. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the artists that signed under United Masters. Um, and so he gets to keep, I think, like, I'm sure he gets to keep all of his masters, but, um, you know, I know there's probably like a small fee to be a part of that group. But, I mean, these artists are winning now. You ain't got to work under a record label no more. You can just straight be independent. So, yeah, like, save your money. Yeah. Give it to a bunch of people. Yeah. And, and so there was. Uh, this is this group, um, De La Soul. They were under Tommy Boy, uh, the record label. And so I, I was just reading it the other day or listening to it. And so they said now their music, it was come, came to a point to where their music was going to be on streaming services, but Tommy Boy couldn't come to terms with them and they didn't own their masters. Yeah. And so now De La Soul can't do anything with their music at all. So like really? they can't share their music at all. So what's, master, like, what's their master? Like, like you go in the studio and you make your own album you make i mean you have you own the rights to everything that you do you know what i'm saying if you go in there you own it now if, if you don't own the masters there's another like record company that owns the masters to your music and so you get a portion of the sales from your record so you sell a million copies but you only really getting the artist is only getting fifty thousand dollars worth that out of that million dollar um sale so, and the reason is, is because the record label, they pay you up front. They give you the money on the front end, like a loan, basically. You can buy a house, car, all of that stuff. That's what a lot of artists did back in the day. And they blew all that money. But now the record label said, hey, you got this contract where you got to go out and perform. You got to go out and go to this uh, music store and sign, you know, records and all of this stuff. And that's how you can pay off your loan if you go and work for us. So it's just kind of like working a job in a way, but they give you a loan ahead of time. So that's the struggle with a lot of those artists. But now I think we got, I mean, just artists have gotten smarter now. It's just like, you can own your own music. You can start off of like, put it at TikTok. I mean, you can start yeah. do music off of there. It really is. Uh, Instagram, all of that stuff. I was just watching a video today. Uh, Ninja. It was some dude that made a song, like an anime song. And it's just going viral now. So it's like, you don't need record labels no more. True that, true that. Yeah. So would, would you, like, what do, you, what do y'all think that comes with being an independent artist? Like, do y'all think that it's hard, easy? What do you think? I feel like it's more work because you don't have to, like, 
like all your stress is on you and you don't have nobody else to put it on. So you just really gotta like stick through it. That's like kind of mm-hmm. it kind of relates to like school in a way. Yeah. Because like if you're in college, you don't have like all the teachers and stuff. Well, you do have teachers, but they're not like in your parents and your mm-hmm. friends just pushing you to like do good in school. Yeah. You pretty much have to do it on your own. Right, right, so right. So it kind of goes hand in hand with both of those. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. That's for sure, man. What do you think? What do you think, Shaw? Honestly, I agree with you. It's like whenever you sign up with a record label, you got all these things that come with it. You got your own lawyer, studio time is paid for generally, all of that stuff. But it's like when you're independent, you have to provide that stuff for yourself. You have to gather up your own funding, do your own promotion, all of that stuff. So I think it definitely comes with more work. But once you get to that level where you good, I feel like in the end it's more fruitful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got a girl in the building. Hey. Tell everybody um, what's happening, what's going on. No, so how was the first week of school for you? Um, it was kind of stressful. Stressful because I'm a ninth grader and huh? I just have to find my classes by myself. Yeah. But I got through it. It's the second week. I got it down. Yeah. Oh, so now you walking through the hallways like a boss now. Yeah. She's like, I know. I go to 203. And <laughs> I already know where I'm going. She know where to go. That's what's up. What school you go to? Memorial. Okay, she rich too. Like both y'all go. <laughs> you get in Memorial. No, I went to Memorial too though. So I, I wasn't rich though. Like we, we stayed out the sticks. <laughs> nah. Um. So of course we were talking about just independent labels and records and I mean all of that. You know, jazz. Um. But. I think that is the that's the wave, and I think that's gonna be the wave. Like, there's no going back to record labels. I don't think anything that any record label can really like give to you. They can give you a million dollar deal, but if you can make a million dollars on your own plus some, it may take longer to make that million. But I think it'll be well worth it, man. It's all yours. Yeah. Also, you don't have to stand to somebody else's like like shoulders like you yes. just because you know you're saying like they give you a loan then you have to do what they say pretty mm-hmm. much and so if you make a million and somebody else makes a million under a record label and you did it independently that's yep. like a lot more credit that you get for yourself exactly and not exactly. have to give away and i think i think chance the rapper was to me to me now i'm sure there are probably other independent like rap a lot a whole bunch of those other artists that are out there from back in the day but commercially and to reach all like all um all races, you know, genders, Chance the Rapper for me was the one that just really broke the mold. You know, it's just like dang, you know, to to be to perform at the BLK Center and you still independent. Mm-hmm. That's that's big, man. Super big. Yeah. So I I um I just I wonder like Will will it ever happen for Tulsa? Like, do y'all feel that like we have any artists in the city that can really thrive? What do you think, Shaw? I think I think it'll happen. I think we just in our early period because like music in general, it took a while to take off in Tulsa. So I think once more time goes by and more and more people become aware of Tulsa, we'll definitely have some artists come out of here. Like, mm-hmm. of course, we got. We got vibers like St. Dominic and then hit makers like Cuddy. People going to yeah. eventually catch on. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I, and I keep hearing about this guy named B. Lou. Like, I keep yeah, hearing cool. about him. And, I mean, I have yet to hear his music. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's... He did a concert with El Taco. 
In L.A. Uh, in LA Chopper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. He sure did. So my thing is, is just, you know, hoping these guys get it and then make it paving the way for the other artists out there. But that's like my thing is just hopefully they help these other artists get out there. Sure Because now, like, if the baby can do it, like, I, I like and respect and appreciate the baby. Like, his lyricism is pretty tight, too. Mm-hmm. But he just, he's crazy, though, man. He, <laughs> <laughs> he is crazy. I remember that fight. Did y'all see that fight? That's that he had? Yeah. <laughs> Cold hot. What is that? Cold cam hot. Cold cam hot. <laughs> I was cracking up, man. But I bet you he ain't going to never say cold cam hot. Ain't going to say nothing ever right. again, though. He was on <laughs> Man, like, y'all know he had to feel horrible for what he said and did. Because and, now you're on, you on the internet forever now. Right. You can't be his girlfriend and be like, oh, you didn't say that to the baby. When he... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Right. Moving on from Cole Cam Hot. I did yeah. look him up on Instagram, though, to see if I can follow him. Just to see how... <laughs> it, but it was a different dude. It wasn't him. So, yeah. I do respect uh, about the baby. I also respect the fact, even though he's not the most positive rapper or nothing, he actually lives with he rapping, which mm-hmm. is essential to me. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's true. Cool. That's true. What's what's your favorite artist? We didn't get to hear about your, who you listen to every day. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> who do you listen to? Like, who's in your phone that you'd be like, okay, I'm listening to him, her, him, her. Or somebody you just bob your head to. I listen to Blueface. Blueface? Okay. Okay. Um, I don't really, like, I don't really listen to He's just, like, very funny. Um, who else? I don't know. Okay. That's cool. I mean, you said Blueface. You got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> K-Keezy, she just, like, big in the stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like making no more because she did a song with Nicki. That just made me mad. She, she did what? She did a song with Nicki. Oh, you're not a Nicki fan? No. Why? I, she's not it. Uh, she's not it. Right. She's so um, yeah. I, for me, I respect Nicki Minaj. If you ever hear this, I respect you at all case. But I mean, and and I think, let me say this. Uh, I ain't going to be taking it there like with Nicki Minaj because I do respect her. But I think just as far as the culture, as far as women rappers now, some women rappers it's just like you don't have to be in a bathing suit to like to really be a dope rapper man and i think more women are utilizing that to be better rappers but i mean missy elliott like she got celebrated the other day missy elliott is a dope artist like i really like missy elliott have y'all ever heard of missy elliott yeah yeah okay nah have you seen her videos though i don't know oh okay. super cold you gotta look it up on the on the computer Missy Elliott, type it in. And then Nikki, yeah. like, Carly on got her phone. own thing going, and Nikki is just like, oh my gosh, Carly, oh my gosh, Carly, like, let her be her, and she ain't been worried about you, so don't worry about her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she has a lot of beef oh. with Cardi B. Yeah. Over what, though? Just being another female, I, my, in my and then opinion. the thing about it is, um, Nikki and... Megan was on live talking about cars. Like, Megan, you just in the game, so yeah. you really can't be talking about her. Yeah, don't don't get out there and just start dissing people just because a homie is sitting there yeah. dissing somebody. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's uh, 
Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's a whole. I feel like it's a whole thing for not only black women, but just a lot of black people within the music industry in general to just tear each other down sometimes in order to get ahead. Mhm. Yeah, that's true. Stuff is crazy. That's true. So who do, who does Wayne listen to as far as artists? Oh, uh, I listen to Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie? Yeah. Okay. Who um, else? I like E Forty. Uh, I like Two Chain. Oh, you like these old rappers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Two Chain. I like the Migos. I do not like Cardi B. Ah, uh, uh, like shot, 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 yeah. shot. Uh, I don't like Nicki Minaj. All right. Uh, Megan, she cool. Uh, the baby, of course. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, um, I like Little Baby. Yeah. yeah. I like Mozzie. Mozzie too. Yeah, I love Mozzie. Oh, I, I haven't heard. I I know who Mozzie is, but I haven't heard. Yeah. Is it, is it too? <laughs> no, it's not. Every rapper that I name, you call him Long Life. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like Mozzie too. <laughs> yeah. You like Mozzie too? Nah, I mean, y'all don't understand. Like, I'm open minded. I mean, if you like, like, uh, like if I had to compare him to like old school rappers, I'd say Too Short, DJ Quick. He kind of in that vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so more in that vein, not like. He raps like. His, no, not like that. He raps about gang Oh, okay. Okay. Y'all like, um, no, not any of you, but, um, why in the, why, 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 yeah. He killed his homeboys right around the corner. That's what Murder My Mom was about. Yeah. Now, his music, I, now, when I heard that song, it was really dope. Like, but when I heard that it was real, really about, I was like, thing. oh, and I saw his video. It was like, that's just it's too much for me, that video. I heard that song was, uh, at least what I read from his source, they said the song was uh, written and released before he even committed oh, the murder. Dang. So it was. He really allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly committed the murder, but and then it's allegedly like premeditated. So like, dang, that's just yeah, crazy. They really don't like that so they don't know who did. Yeah, yeah, mm, it's crazy. Yeah. So and also uh, in sports coming up, uh, so football season starts. As far as uh, college, I know we already had one game, Florida versus Miami. But I know college starts this weekend. OU is playing Houston. And uh, do you think, do you guys think OU is going to go to the championship? Oh, yeah. Boom, we'll soon. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clemson's playing tonight, too. Oh, Clemson plays tonight? Yep. I forgot what team they're going against, but they play tonight. Oh, man. And uh, NFL as well. And Andrew Luck. Let's talk about this. So, Andrew Luck is a football player. He's a quarterback, right? He's played probably about two to three years so far, but then he got injured. And so he retired just like probably last week, two weeks ago out of the game because he got injured. But a lot of people that play football get concussions and they tear up like their whole body just to play football. And that made me think, I was like, man, I'm glad my son don't play football because like I, I have a family member who like he played for Seattle Seahawks. And I saw him saw him at the uh, barber shop, and he was barely he had like I think he had like brain surgery, and he was barely walking in. It's like yeah, in the moment you making you know millions of dollars, but 
after football, your body is <laughs> it's done. Done. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of energy? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think he had, of course, knees, oh. and um, I think he possibly had a concussion at one point in time as well. So it's like, Man. do we do we care about football players? Like, is that something that we even kind of think about? Like when they yeah. done? Like they when they be making videos like in like just like videos that somebody hitting them like it's like yeah it's like, yeah. People get hurt for life playing football, man. But I mean, it is a way out for some people. Yeah. But the way out, and then you back in, you know, it's just like as far as being injured, it's just like, man, I don't know. So I'm kind of glad I don't play any injury type of sports. Um, <laughs> did y'all see the Dave Chappelle uh, new movie? Nah, I didn't see it yet, but I kept mm-hmm. seeing this clip that was oh, circulating movie, around. But his comedy special. What was you saying? I was seeing this clip on Facebook that kept circulating and he was talking about he had a conversation with his woman and she was saying that he couldn't say I don't know if I can say the F word or okay, yeah. But he uh she said he couldn't say the F word but he can say the word the N word. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I was like that that's pretty true. Yeah, yeah. He so that Why should, he say the F word? Um it's it sounds like maggot in a way it's the but it has an f on the front of it and so um so it's more uh, the lgbt community is um has a very high quality of uh respect as far as the cancel culture and the cancel culture altogether i mean people try to cancel different artists and different other people Mm -hmm. and so he was just talking about how cancel culture really is a real thing right and so he was saying that um he was doing a show and the the lady at when he was on a dave Chappelle show she was like you can't say that you can't say the f word and so he was like why he was like because it's offensive he was like well he was, and then he said, well, I can't say the N-word either or something like that because, I mean, she was okay with him saying the N-word, you know what I'm saying, aversive, what? so, I don't, know, I don't know that, but, I mean, it was thought-provoking, so I would, I would suggest that you guys wait to watch it until you graduate high school, of course, <laughs> <laughs> but adults may watch it, um, but man, it was really thought, thought-provoking, and he talked about a lot of things that a lot of people are scared about. He talked about the LGBT community because they really, they they talked about him a lot. He talked about Dave Chappelle a lot and how um, they didn't like some of the things that he said because it was offensive. Yeah. And so he just, he went all out on this stand-up uh, comedy and he, was, he talked directly to them and the things that he liked and the things that he didn't like about that community. And so it was, it was something else, man. Yeah, so... But I, it's a new wave now. Like I think these these comedians are now gonna start saying whatever, not just whatever, just to be offensive. But they gonna start saying what's on their mind now. Cause Dave Chappelle, if he can maneuver through this, man, that cancel culture is they <laughs> they gonna be stunned. They don't know what to do, man. So yeah, yeah. Um... I've seen a lot of people that were calling them like transphobic and homophobic, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't think that's the case at all. Cause he makes jokes about everybody and it's not True. meant to be offensive, offensive. He yeah. just trying to put you on some game. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, that is so true, man. It, you know, just, and he talks about 
everybody talking about himself, yeah. our culture, and then talking about other cultures. And so just some people is just sensitive about certain situations, man. So it's we are crazy. that generation. Yeah. Yeah. Sensitive generation. <laughs> I guess they only took people to the hill. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Real quick, we'll be right back with the Juice Radio Show. This right here is Gavi with Fashion Joe featuring KB, man. This is the Juice Radio Show. Bye. 
body bag and what's that that? I walk by you getting a little look with older. Go, fetch, fetch, go, fetch, go, fetch, go, fetch, fetch, go, fetch, fetch, go, fetch, fetch, go, fetch, go, fetch, fetch, go, 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 fetch, and she told me my color a bad bitch, bro. I can never cover, I'm stuck on this rap shit, bro. Can the budget with nothing but rash. Mmm, I know I did. Shave by the Twitter, be calling shorty a queen. Go. Head game silly, might give her the dance Head game killing, I get her a new McQueen. In case you behind, over, let me remind you the way that I make my move. While I from the made bathroom. Heard about me, what they say about you. Heard about me, what they say about you. Heard about me, what they say about you. to grow your business, or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community, the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. 
For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Welcome to the Juice Radio Show. It's your boy Ramona, hometown heat. Yeah, we are here with the Juice crew right here, and we're having a good time, man. Uh, we were just talking offline. We were just talking a little bit about the Chick-fil-A versus Popeyes. How do y'all feel about that? Okay, I can't really say nothing much about Popeyes, but I know their food is really good, but I haven't heard about their chicken sandwich, but I heard yeah. it's really good, and if you ever get it, get the spicy one and not the regular, because there's, like, two different holes. Really? Whole other things, like, I heard the regular one is, like, average, like a regular yeah. sandwich, but the spicy one hit, and then, um, I never tried the spicy chicken sandwich at, um, Chick-fil-A, but I have tried the regular, and that yeah, one is Yeah, really it's good, good. So. yeah, the regular one is good. So, I've been hearing, like, this morning was, uh, listening to, uh, Ricky Smiley in the morning uh-huh. And so I can't remember who he was But this man um, It was out of state He's he rich and he paid for a whole line Of people yeah. to get A sandwich yeah. and then that, So Gary was going in like you could have paid for Some books or something else <laughs> yeah. And so but I heard that line Be wrapping around so I, I hope that It's really about what it's about mm-hmm. Wayne what's your choice what's your uh, Sandwich of choice uh, I'm not a big fan of um, chicken sandwiches, but uh, I would like to try it. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, I'd like to try it and see what's going on. But yeah. if it's nasty, I'm done. Yeah. Right. I don't like the. I don't want the sauce. And I feel like you need the sauce for the sandwich. From Popeye's? Yeah. And I don't do sauce. I have, like, barbecue sauce. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all she eats. Really? You don't eat no branch? You don't put branch? Uh, no. <laughs> what? Right, honey, honey mustard? You hear me? I like uh-huh. honey mustard. Barbecue sauce. You like I've had this on everything. Yes. Yeah. Chicken straight. Oh my gosh. Barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. So um they discontinued the chicken sandwich at Popeye's for a little a little while. I heard it was they was like done because I guess the the sock or nothing like but the um the uh it was too high of like a 
a part of, yeah, it was a yeah. part of man in love. Yeah. So, I guess they didn't think that it was gonna be this big, but I feel like yeah. Twitter and Instagram just made it really They've popular. Been yeah, because uh, if the chicken sandwich that Chick Fil A was like that, then it will probably get like that. But now yeah. everybody know what it tastes like. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's just something new. I mean, everybody thinks Chick Fil A's ass like. Uh, yeah. What about Kane? Like Kane? I like Kane. Yeah, I, Because you can see that Demarcus Cousins get angry on the court 
and he let his anger out real easily. So to yeah. me, I mean, it's not it's not good at all to do this. What he got wounds for? Uh, domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, if you watch basketball, like on the court, he he like go off on people real easily. So mm-hmm. to me, it's nothing new, but it's not good to me. Yeah, yeah. not good and at you, all. Like you are a superstar. Does he got a brother? A brother? Mm-hmm. Yes, he do. He yeah. looks just like him too. Yeah. Oh, he he does. He looks mm-hmm. like him. Really? Yep. I had no clue. Yep. But yeah. And then I heard like online he said something crazy to his BM, his baby mama. It was just yeah. it was I out mean, of the market cousins can get crazy. Yeah. It but was I think he's gonna ruin his career though. But I with the injuries that he had, I don't think that he's gonna be able to get back into the NBA just as fast. He may have to sit out a whole nother year. Yeah. And so I don't think that he's going to be able to get back in as quickly. Just kind of like Kevin Durant. Like, yeah. he has to sit out a whole nother year now. Wait, so did Kevin leave? Kevin Durant is in with the Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Nets. Oh, okay. I yeah. feel like he's good enough to still be known, though, like, even if he has to sit out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Durant, oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin so, Durant. I, I got one question. How y'all feel about uh, the Rockets? Uh, oh, with Westbrook? Yeah, and uh, what's calling back together? Let, let's let Wayne take that one. <laughs> Wayne, how do you feel about the Rockets this year? Uh, I feel like the Rockets go um do something. Um, two guards that used to play with each other when they was ten years old, so they got uh, good team chemistry. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's gonna go good. Uh, I think that uh, James Harden gonna bring the ball up court. Mm-hmm. Or oh, Russell, mate, you never know how they got they uh, things set up. But um, I think that um, Houston Rockets gonna be a pretty good team this year. I feel like they shouldn't have traded Chris Paul. You said they shouldn't have traded Chris Paul? Yeah. Because I feel like them three together would have did something. Oh, yeah. Chris Paul don't want to be OKC. He doesn't. He don't. He's don't. trying to move by really like, okay. You can tell. He hasn't yeah. said he hasn't any, posted nothing, on his nothing about it. He's a little salty. Yeah. And Russell down there having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Russell's Man, making a life in Houston. Right. He down there I want to know why they traded him. Because I think that I don't think that um, Paul and also uh, uh, what's his name Harding. with the beard, Harding. Harding. Yeah, I don't think that they got along as well as people were, were thinking that it was gonna, you know, have that good mesh. And so I don't think they that it should. worked out. They all from the same. They all from California. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's just you know the way the game is played. Some people know. want it one way, some people want the other. But I think with James Harden and Westbrook. They all kind of played together. They've matured, yeah. and they just, you know, kind of homies now. To where they yep. just like, okay, well, let's just let's work this out, and I, I can adjust to your game. Yep. So it's yep. gonna be. I think the Rockets are gonna go far this year. Um, good luck, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how do you yeah. feel? Kyrie Irving, did he move from Brooklyn? Uh, uh-uh, he's with Brooklyn four years. Oh. But they they say that they for they uh signed a four year deal, but they may leave yeah. like the first year. But their contract still remains. But so they got like, somewhere this year, so I'm glad they didn't meet. Yeah, they got um this center named DeAndre Jordan. He's yeah. a good center. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a good center. But him and Chris Paul used to play again uh, on the same team at L.A. Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. But also, L.A. Lakers got a new um, basketball court, and it's pretty nice. Like, they got jerseys to match their court. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, they wear the jersey that's a Los Angeles. The link, the uh, logo will be, and the uh, logo is like all black, and then it's like black, and then like a regular basketball court. Mm-hmm. But I like the logo, and also Houston Rockets got a new basketball court, and that will begin the 19 through the 20 season. So 
Houston is doing something this year. Yeah, they're going to take it. They're going to take it. Are you, are you, obviously, you're a big basketball fan because you're calling out, like, different ball players. She cool. She cool. Kiki, she are you a basketball no. fan? No, I, she's not. I love basketball, but I'm not, like, being and watching it. Oh, okay. Like, I do watch it sometimes, but it's not like do you have a Oh, my gosh, team? the basketball game's though. Yeah, right, yeah like, she's not. She's not watching. But I love playing basketball watching it. Well, who's your team? I play for him. No, 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 as far as, as, oh, far as uh, oh. professionally. Chef <laughs> Gotwood. <laughs> you got no team, K. Casey. Now, well, even OKC. No, they suck. Hey, no, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm sorry. I know. Okay, who's your second favorite thing? I like, um, okay. who else is this one? So, who? I'm forever Casper. I don't care. Who you care? Okay, so Ooh. LeBron is there or not? Then you cool. Who? Who is he? She, 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 she trying to get him. Yeah, I don't say more. I like him. I like him. D'Angelo Russell. Who's that light skin dude? Who is that? But, um,. Right now, I guess you could say I'm a Lakers fan. Lakers, Lakers fan? fan? Why are you a Lakers fan? Is it because of LeBron? Yes. Okay, because you said Cleveland, and then yeah. you said the Lakers. Man. So, any team that he pretty, pretty much goes to. Yeah, but, like, I want him and Kyrie back together. Yeah. That was a good duo. Yeah. It was. It was. And they won a championship together, too. Yeah. Yep. So, now that they kind of, after they lost the following seasons, then they were just like, It was okay. like three seasons after that. Yeah. yeah. They tried to keep it together, but they just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Mr. Ramal, we got to talk about 2K20. Okay, let's talk about Man, it. That game is off the chain. What do you love about it? Came it came out already? Like, no, it's a, no, 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 no. no. Oh. It's, a, it's a demo. It's oh, a demo. Okay. But, like, you can, like, see what the game is like, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, 2K20 is good because, like, they got new new badges and stuff. And um, also have, like, um, the it's like a new park and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's nice because you can start off as a 99 overall. And then you can make your own, um, how like the play style you want to make. Of course, I made like a point guard um, slasher. Mm-hmm. So my dude is like Russell Westbrook, and he'd be good, like dunking on people. Uh, and it'd be crazy. He built up a new heard... guy that's to 99. Nope. Everything. Heard, isn't there like going to yeah. be girls and stuff on that? WNBA. Yeah. Uh, that's no, that, I think tell that's y'all good. what happened. Right. Okay. Y'all, so, uh-huh. y'all know how Josh Jacobs dissed on his concert, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, was it Madden's, the Madden, new Madden that's coming up or whatever when they updated, they did his character so ugly. Like, they did him so wrong. Like, what? it don't even look like him. It don't? No. I gotta like, look it up. And they don't okay. have, like, I guess, don't like, I didn't never play Madden. I don't know who got tattoos or not. Yeah. I don't know if they did. Yeah. But, like, that character was not him. I was like, The camera wow. can mess you up sometimes. Yeah, it can. Make, got a block face and everything. <laughs> yeah. They just, it's not it's right at all. Sometimes. Are you okay? So, so last question before we go into our guests: Are you guys football fans? Uh, more basketball. More basketball. I'll sit there and watch football, but like it's not like. Name three teams. Alright. It's very still. I ain't even got nothing. Um, Green Bay OU. Packers. Okay. Okay. OSU. That's Yeah. Oh, the dude. Raiders. McLean Central. You professional. Okay, go um, ahead. You said what? Okay, Pittsburgh Steelers, Bay mm-hmm. Packers, and the Raiders. Best Which three. one are you a fan of the most? Pittsburgh. What? Pittsburgh. You know, you know that's, that's been my what team since I was little. Oh, really? Since Josh is with the Raiders, I'm trying to lead to the Raiders. Yeah. Like, go, you really go, 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 go. Yeah. Yes, girl, mom, she's into sports, for real. 
Your mama watch sports? Yes. For That's real? All she did. Sunday? Uh-uh. Give me the remote. What? Watch this football. <laughs> I ain't cooking today. I'm watching football. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty dope. Your mom watches football? Man, your mom is cool. Like, if you watch sports, your mama's like. Right. <laughs> this should be yelling at the TV. What's our favorite team? Green Bay Packers. Oh, Green Bay? Yeah. Well, it's, it's too cold in Green Bay for me to even yeah, go yeah. watch a game. Oh, it's really cold. And they don't have like a dome. It's just it's like just a, open. open yeah. And it oh, snows. No. It's like really cold there, man. So it's. What no about fun. what about Aaron Rodgers? Is he still with them? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. He's still but Angel Luck retired. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so keep it locked right here. We have our guests that are on the way. We have uh, Antioch that is here with us, man, and they're going to share all about, yes, this this is a church. That's right. <laughs> they're going to share all about what's going on coming up this month uh, in the month of September, and uh, we're so excited to find out more about it, man. Keep it locked right here. This is uh, Top Model right here with Kenton Jones. It's the Juice Radio Show. Let's go. Maybe. My lady, Yeah. 
this entire time we are praying together in the mornings at 6 a.m. and then we pray together in the evenings at 6 p.m. and so it's just been a wonderful wonderful thing um, you know to be able to to gather together as um, a church family to do this it's exciting so um, Antioch has been in the Tulsa community for a while now. Tell us a little bit about the history of Antioch Baptist Church, the church that triumphed. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the church was founded in 1959 um, by um, my grandfather, the Reverend C.L. Potter. And a lot of people don't know this, but he was actually a pastor of another church here in Tulsa. Hmm. And after some squirrel memorial and other mm-hmm. things, um, he uh, entered into a sacred prayer with God and time with God and, and took that step of faith and started and founded Antioch Baptist Church. And he chose the name Antioch because in the word of the Lord, it says Antioch was the first Christian. Okay. And so that's how the name uh, came to be. And, and on January the 1st, 1980, he uh, had a massive heart attack and he suddenly passed away. Mm. And my father then stepped in as the pastor, and this February he had celebrated 40 years of service wow. to the church. And so Antioch, I believe, has maintained and was able to be is able to be around for 60 years because we've stayed true to who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, our founding pastor uh, said, you know, the most important thing that he wanted for anybody, for everyone to know, is that Antioch is a hospital. Yeah. It is there to provide a service to, to anyone who is in need. And so uh, even up under the leadership of our current pastor, my dad now, he's held true to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also been because the church of the doors of Antioch are always open. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if uh, you are a baby or a senior adult. Yeah. You are welcome there all the time. And so as a congregation, we are taught that and we try to assume that in everyone that wants to know the, the know, know the Lord and know who Jesus is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And Antioch will be celebrating its 60th year in the Tulsa Communion in September. I understand there will be a youth celebration too. Tell us activities about that. Well, um, I have it, I grew up in Antioch Baptist Church, and so um, since I can remember, and Pastor Marla was in the Youth of the Year celebration, and it was something that started with um, with our founding pastor, River yeah, TM. Yeah, and so they've been doing it. Um, in fact, we were going through the um, 50th anniversary book and was looking at all of the winners from previous years, and um, it it has we've always had a strong emphasis and focus on our youth. Um, And so Reverend Potter wanted to put in place something that would highlight and showcase the talents and the gifts Mm -hmm. that the youth bring to the church and to the body of Christ in general. And so that was started um, many, many years ago. And it was um, a way for the youth to be able to not only showcase their gifts and talents, but they also learned how to do public speaking. Yeah, they learned to yeah. become comfortable with um, doing things in the church and leadership roles and, and working in various areas. And so it has just been a wonderful, um, wonderful tradition for us that we're continuing this year. And actually this year we're doing things a little bit different. 
we're kind of doing this old school versus new school oh, twist on yeah. it. And, um, and in fact, you're talking to two previous winners. And so um, we have healthy, loving competition. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it, it is truly celebrating all of the gifts that God has given us in all of our youth. And so um, it's, it's, we're, we're having that on September the 14th. That's the second Saturday of this month and of September. And then we'll have our um, annual church picnic immediately after that. So we're looking forward to a great time and um, being able to uh, work with our old school as well. Yeah. One of the things that I love about the youth celebration is that the adults that help and, and volunteer um, do not orchestrate what that program is going to look at look like. The youth lead it by way of uh, technology, um, design, format, um, the flow, everything. And we as adults, we just support them mm-hmm. and make sure that they have everything that they need. So it really becomes something that belongs to them yeah. and they enjoy doing it. And so I just wanted to add that to yeah. Andrea's beautiful explanation of what the so, so I have a personal question, man, because you guys are not a monolith. Like, you guys are just not one-dimensional, but, like, the thing that really struck out to me is that women are, are leading in the church, you know, mm-hmm. and I know it's not only just women, but, I mean, the fact that it... It, some may struggle with women in leadership, right? Yeah. And the fact that you guys are very young, you know, and, and still growing uh, as far as in your leadership, but, like, how is that transition and how is it leading maybe a, an older generation that may have the mindset of, like, the pastor needs to be a man? <laughs> it's not easy. Okay. Um, we're we're also um, in leadership at an African American church, mm-hmm. um, Baptist church, mm-hmm. and uh, for our pastor to come to us and say, um, God is leading you to be the leaders of tomorrow, mm-hmm. and in these capacities as being the senior leadership in the church when he retired. Um, is 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 a lot uh, because it just is unheard of, mm-hmm. and especially in North Tulsa in the Baptist Church. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, it's a transitional time. But as our pastor tell us all, when 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 you come to him and tell him that you are called, he doesn't feel like it's his role to tell God who to call. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he accepts that and he nurtures and and helps try to build. Um, the leadership accordingly. So yeah, it has yeah. its challenges, but um, we are taught in the church to walk by faith. Yeah. And so when God says to do something, we don't challenge that. We just obey, yeah. knowing that he's going to clear the way yeah. for yeah. us as we journey yeah. In, yeah. into this. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the beautiful things about this um, transition and this relationship is that it started so many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I our families grew up together, and so uh, Pastor Marla and I knew each other before we got in leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Not only did we grow up in the church together on Wednesdays and throughout the week on Sunday mornings, but we had a personal relationship. You know, we grew up like sisters. Yeah, And yeah. so we continued that tradition as we walk in this new role that mm-hmm. God has given us. And so it just strengthens what was already there. Yeah, yeah. And so everything we do is a team. Yeah. Just like we're doing tonight. Yeah. Tag team. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah. well. We <laughs> ebb and flow. And so 
um, you know, I, I think God knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He knew exactly we, we what just he was doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just catching on. We, we, yeah. we had no idea that yeah. it would be to yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, talking about the any anniversary, who's going to be one of the guest speakers and what should the community expect from the anniversary? Tell us about the gallery too. excited about that. Um, the guest speaker on well, let's talk about the game of first. That's good. Um, for the first time, and this is actually a church with the dinner, it's a celebration. We're having a 60th um, anniversary dinner, and this is a time um, that is also the community is also welcome, and it is a time for us to talk about and 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 for our knowledge about the history of Antioch and and our present. Um, successes, but it's also an opportunity to look to the future and talk about the vision that um, God has given the church. It is a time to celebrate those who have come before, those who have made commitments, our charter members, our founding founding members and their families. So it's just a great time to celebrate and come together. Like we always say, you're only going to have a 60th anniversary one time. time. And then on that Sunday morning, the 22nd, Pastor Sean Jerry. Oh, okay. Coming uh, over. Yeah, right. he's going to come from over today from yeah. New Jerusalem. Yeah. And, and um, the connection there is when Antioch, when my grandfather started Antioch, my uncle, Joe Potter, started New mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Really? Yes. And I did not know so that. having Pastor Jerry there, yeah. our, our, you know, Pastor the icing Tom, on the cake. It's the icing yeah. on the cake. It brings it all together. So we're very appreciative to him for accepting that invitation to come. And we're just asking the Tulsa community to come out and celebrate. Yeah. 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 Let me tell y'all, no kids to the gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. No kids well, running around. They can, don't say that. You can bring your baby. You, you come on. It's come. a family affair. It's yeah, a family, family affair. Okay, they can come. He's like, don't bring my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't coming. We didn't say leave June Bug. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, all family. Also, why did y'all want to make it more about, like, the? well, y'all always make it about the youth, but why, like, this year it's, like, more really kind of providing more to the youth and just, like, you know, informing them more about things and also the youth church, making a youth church and uh, giving us things that we need to grow in life and to be more successful. You are I mean, it, yeah, it, not only are you our future, you are, you all are doing so many great things like you're doing today. We're so proud of you. We are so proud of you. We were sitting back there like, look at our babies. No, y'all are not babies, but y'all are our babies. Um, and so, <laughs> But, um, you know, again, our church has always had a strong emphasis on youth. And um, like you said, that, you know, you are not only our future, but you are today. And you all are doing great things that we want the world to know about. And so um, that has always been on the heart of our founding pastor and continues with Reverend um, M.C. Potter. You know, they talk about um, one of the stories that your dad tells all the time is how uh, your your grandpa had the first uh, bus ministry, church bus ministry. He gets all the kids, he pack them in his old Cadillac wow. and pick them up and take them to church. Hmm. And 
And, um, you know, he loved going to some of the um, community apartment complexes and he um, would have basketball teams. You know, that is, um, we've continued that tradition to have summer leagues and playing AAU and um, even T-ball teams. And so it's always been about um, helping to nurture and invest in mm-hmm. our future. And so, um, you know, it, again, it was just natural that when we said we wanted to really celebrate what Antioch has always been about, we said we had to highlight our youth. And um, for years now, Reverend Potter has wanted to um, have this focus on our middle school and, um, and, and high school because we know that today's world is so challenging. Yeah. And so he wanted to have something that was that spoke specifically to you, that was age appropriate, that was relevant, that was something that you wanted to come to. Um, and so we hope that we're, we're in the process. It's, it's a work in progress, um, but we're trying to really meet the needs of our youth because we love you and we want the best for you. Absolutely. So. And one of the things that we don't want to, we want to be forward thinking in. We know that growing up as a youth is challenging. Yeah. It's very challenging. So we're, we we don't want to be that church that pretends like that's not happening. Mm. So we want you to have a safe space. Yes. To speak about what's on your heart so that we as adults can share our stories and our experiences and you can see that you're not in this thing alone. Yeah, um, yeah. That we've made some of those same mistakes and those same decisions, mm-hmm. but we have came through. So if our life can be a testimony to you and also a way to encourage you as you go through your hard times, that's what we want to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can y'all tell us like the little light on the summer youth camp and after program so um again the um because we have always been community focused and and wanting to make sure that our youth have everything that they need um we started the summer youth program mm, um, even before we came to the uh, this new location um and so probably some 15 16 years and it's a program because reverend potter saw that um, during the summer Kids always need an outlet. They always need to be able to um, have a safe place to go and to be able to express themselves and find their purpose. And so um, we we started this program that would start with kindergarten through the ninth grade. And it's a place where they can come um, from 830 to 3. And um, they not only have um, cultural enrichment, but they also uh, focus on their academics. So they can come and be um, have certified TPS teachers to actually teach them in math and reading so that they can be strengthened throughout mm-hmm. the summer. Nice. Um, because we know that sometimes, you know, yeah. when you take that brain break, yeah. you know. Um, Play Fortnite yeah, for exactly. hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Forever and ever. Yeah. And uh, so, so the, it was it was a place so that they could come and be safe, and um, but also have the opportunity to fellowship with other um, boys and girls in the community and, again, be able to go on field trips, to be able to swim, to be able to uh, participate in basketball and different activities and, and again, focus on their cultural enrichment and um, be able to learn about what it means to be African-American and the beautiful um, tradition that we have. So it's a... um, 
it, it that is our after school program. I mean, that was our summer youth program, and then we have an after school program that focuses on kindergarten through fifth grade, where kids can come after school and um, have a safe place. They get snacks, and then they also can um, do their homework and be tutored as well if they need that. So it's um it's it's after school from three to six, Monday through Thursday. My son went to the after school program. Both, yes, yeah, both did. my children did. Yeah, yes. to the after school program. So I can vouch. It's a yes. really good program mm-hmm. there, man. So well, thanks. Thank yes, you. my kids are smarter because of Antioch. We miss them. <laughs> we miss them. <laughs> now we miss y'all too. <laughs> Wish we had another after school program. Yeah. So one of the last questions is. A lot of people don't know about like what pastors do on like a daily or what they really you do because what do we do? Like because they just see them on Sundays day. and yeah. preaching. So <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, what advice could you give the youth to the seasoned people to anybody? Like your words of encouragement or advice. We do that with all of our guests. So. Okay. Well, our our roles are quite different. Um, I work in a community. I work for Langston University, Tulsa, and I oversee that campus there. And so I'm really learning and working in the background right now, um, operationally, and then, um, you know, stepping up to try to take a a more substantial role in ministry. And... uh, Pastor Andrea is at the church full time. And so we partner and work together on, unfortunately, when we have loss of membership and we need to take care of services for the families, um, when there are community things that we feel are important to being good advocates in the community. And, um, you know, with our work just recently with Tulsa Public Schools. Um, and then it's just a matter of um, being there to kind of hold our senior pastor's arms up. I mean, whatever he needs for us to do, we make it happen. Um, so uh, okay. if I could leave any encouraging words uh, for anyone, I would say that um, God is real. And, um, you know, we... I don't want to be one that just um, uh, is, is has a relationship with God on Sunday, and so I want to. Me uh, <laughs> I know. I'm yeah, glad to yeah. hear that. That's right. Yeah. And this is coming from a 16 year old. Yeah. But um, I try to live that in my life every day, and and there are no enemies in love. So I think as a community, if we come together and embrace one another, if love is the leading charge for that, we can do much more and even uh, more powerful and impactful work um, leading with that and, and coming together for the community. Absolutely. So on any given day, you never know what you're going to be faced with as a pastor. It's funny when people say, you just pray all day, you just work on sermons all day, yeah. but anything but. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you're scrambling to get the sermon done. Yes, you know, Saturday night because your week has been full yeah. of different needs that you try to meet. Yeah. Not only your membership, but the community. And so yeah. it is, um, 
Reverend Potter says all the time when I say, you know, I plan to do this on my calendar. Is this? And he's like, yeah, right. (laughs) Take that calendar and rip it up because you never know. But um, I honestly cannot see myself doing anything else. Really? So you love what you do? I absolutely love what I do. Wow. And um, I mean, it has its challenges, but it it has so many more rewards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, being able to walk with people when they are having their joys and their concerns, their mm-hmm. ups and their downs, it, it, it is uh, an awesome privilege to be able to awesome. work with um, multiple generations. And I grew up in this church. Mm-hmm. I was baptized and Christian and baptized by her father, wow. Potter, yeah. and to come back and work with him every day uh, is yeah. just mind blowing. Yeah, he is such a wellspring of knowledge, and I mean, you know, prayer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, people talk about um, how great Reverend C. L. was. Well, for me, Reverend M. C. was the one that I see. Yeah, and I day, day, to day, yeah. You know, so I, you know, just grateful for his leadership, for who he is as a person. He's he's a wonderful pastor, a wonderful man, a wonderful yeah. leader. Yeah. And uh, so, just to have this opportunity is just an awesome thing. And then yeah. to be able to work with my sister. Yeah. Now in this new season of ministry is just an even greater blessing. To ask what um, word of advice or wisdom I would have is come visit Antioch. (laughs) What's the address? (laughs) 110 West 56th Street North. We are at the corner of Martin Luther King Jr. um, and Reverend M.C. Potter Drive. (laughs) Right behind Hill Creek. Well, the new hope Yes. The new home. Oh, yeah, it's a new, yes. new spot yes. now. Yes. Yeah, name has changed. Okay. Yes. Okay. So come visit us. We would love to have you. We are a multi generational church, and as Pastor Marvel already said, everyone is welcome. Yeah. So yeah. Make sure y'all come September 14th so y'all can watch us. You beat the O's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like a challenge, Pastor Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Let's give a hand for our ministers, our pastors that are here today. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. Yes, Thank absolutely. You. So we got a show right here. Uh, up next, we got Darren Applegate. Man, this guy's traveled all over the world, and we're going to find out all about his travels and the things that he does, the things that he loves, man. So keep it locked right here. We got more music on the way. Uh, one of my favorite artists right here, uh, his name is Sam Henshaw, and uh, the name of his song is called Church. This is the Juice Radio Show. We'll be right back. Oh, no, yeah. Ah, mama said we in the church. You better leave this ain't no hotel. Rockin' your halo like a snapback as you hang with ghetto angels. She told me they won't catch you when you fall. You know this thing on that well. Tell somebody shot the shirt with the shoe. I ain't gon' pay bill. She says, Good morning. Break a break. Good morning, wake up, wake. Good morning, wake up, wake. Wake up, wake. Wake up and get yourself to church, yeah. Wake up and get yourself to church, yeah. Wake up, 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 w
let me be free. I'm woman. The only one I have The only one you'll ever see. And you're the very same Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all for many promotional screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tulsa Midtown Embroidery. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Use our platform to promote today's leader while inspiring tomorrow. And we super serve our local community while helping you serve the world. We are Eaton Media Services, a full-service media company providing promotion, videography, recording services, and more. Connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform at EatonMediaServices.com. Welcome back to the number one show on the radio right here. It's your boy, Ramona Hometown Heat, and we are here at the Juice Radio Show. And we are so excited to have you on as a listener, too, to have such a phenomenal man here on our radio show. Everybody give a hand for Mr. Darren Applegate, everybody. Give him a hand. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and uh, where are you from? You know, I'm from right here in Oklahoma. I'm okay. actually from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I lived in Tulsa about all my life. So, uh, yeah, I'm from here. I um, I kind of got on this trip. As I'm mostly, you know, on entrepreneurship, and that's the vein that I've been in is. Uh, really learning how to produce things and to be an entrepreneur. And I got on that journey after I was in corporate America for a while and just got a little tired of the, the office jobs. So yeah, yeah. I, I kind of learned some skills there and then went back to, to school and got my master's in entrepreneurship. And now I'm on the path to help other people kind of do yeah. that. So the one thing that I feel that is so dope is that, that you own two Airbnb, Airbnbs. And I will, you know, you, you manage those Airbnbs. You, do you, how do you, how did you even start with Airbnbs? Cause I want to do that. Sometime. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of crazy because I didn't even start with Airbnb. I mm-hmm. was, that's whenever I started uh, travel. When I got, when I went back to school for my master's degree, I came back and I was like, I don't want to go back into this corporate job. So mm-hmm. I came back uh, from a trip to South Africa 
and I had to figure out something. And I've always been interested in real estate, and I took some classes on it, and I ended up getting a house um, uh, and renovating it completely. Mm. And then I had my personal house, so yeah. I have only really have one house that I was yeah. renting. Yeah. And then, uh, but I didn't want to go back and get roommates. So I was like, man, it's just me at home. Yeah. So I rented out one room on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. My other house was rented. And that seemed to work. Some people were like, how do you do it? Yeah. Why are you going to have a stranger your at your house? Just, <laughs> you know, going into your refrigerator and yeah. stuff. No, I mean, every, the good thing is they do vet them well. So yeah. they kind of know. Is your Airbnb just hosted? Yes, they're both in. I'm they're definitely going to need that. Yeah, my birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now see, that's another thing. Just what she said, that's a red flag. Yeah. So when somebody says they're local, I'm like, why do they need my house if they're local? Yeah. So I look at it, and I know more than likely it's for some kind of party, party. or something. <laughs> but the thing is with Airbnbs, they tip uh, um, most of the time they don't want parties at their house because like they gotta uh, rent it out to the next person probably the next yeah. day. And there's a lot of cleaning that probably has to happen at the Airbnb if you throw like yeah. a big party. So uh, no, I'm just having a little sleep over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, on mine mostly I try to do a monthly basis or what? longer rent. Uh, and I, that's kind of been my sweet spot as I've turned that into it and I'll hold out. Yeah. And right now I'm kind of checking my phone, hoping this one goes through. But yeah, you can do that and I have to do it like every few nights. You can do one. The people actually rent out a home for a whole month. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've <coughs> had several and usually it's for people coming through for, for jobs or oh. they're going to work three months. I have traveling nurses. You know, oh so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's kind of that story on Airbnb. Huh. So are Airbnbs always big houses, or can they be, like, different sizes, or they just are big? Man, they can be a tent. They can be anything. Ooh, wow. there, act, there actually is igloos in Alaska or wherever on Airbnb. So you can find anything there. I mean, yeah. that's just, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's the good thing that kind of helped me on that entrepreneurial journey when I didn't even realize I was trying to be an entrepreneur doing that. Yeah. I was just trying to pay the bills. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. What? What's that life of, a, of of an entrepreneur? I mean, what is that like for you moving from a job full time and then going into something that you had no clue about? Well, that's kind of funny because when when I was working uh, working my job and I was working for actually HSBC, which is a large bank in the collection industry, and they just announced that uh, you know we were going to be closed on the doors. Dang! And I was already kind of on this journey. And they said, uh, you know, we're going to be closing the doors. And I'm sorry, but this is after after me working there eight years, they're going to close it. Everybody was crying. I was crying because I was so happy because I knew. <laughs> I was going to get out of the but um, and that's what that's what enabled me to go back to school yeah. because that was part of the package. But as far as to answer your question, it's it's you know something new and mm-hmm. more you don't know. It's probably like your previous guest in ministry. A yeah. lot of things you don't know what you're going to be faced with. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm looking at launching another business, trying to work on the consulting side of mm-hmm. it. So, you know, because just that Airbnb is not really going to be enough to be sustainable. So I want to do some other things also. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your job to Africa? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, the one in, in South Africa, when I went to uh, back to school, I took a study abroad called Entrepreneurship and Empowerment in South Africa. And uh, that was a study abroad, and it's basically on business consulting. So any college student that goes over there 
you don't have to have a background in business. It doesn't have to be that. It can be it can be nursing. It can be any. It can be theater. It, we've had all kinds art. But the thing is, is when you're a student, and you'll probably you all are probably identify with this, is you're so used to learning. That's all you do. You don't really get to apply anything mm-hmm. other than you know what you're doing now here today. Yeah. But many times students are just used to learning. They don't apply it. So that uh, it's basically learning consulting. They go to class during the day, and then they help uh, these businesses in the afternoon solve problems. So basically these businesses we call disadvantaged businesses, they may not have anything, and they sure don't have the money to pay for a consulting project. So they, um, we do that for them for free. Uh, you know, they may be a business that has no running water, and they may be a hair salon that has to bring water in to shampoo or whatever. Oh, yeah. But we look at their business and look at their process and see how can we make it better. And the team has to figure that out through a systematic process. Um, one of the questions that I was wondering is, like, what's the difference in, like, studying abroad and studying, like, you know, different places just to, like, get a feel of, like, just yeah. different things that you do. Yeah. You know, I've, I've studied here, of course, but studying abroad, and I can't speak for all study abroad because I haven't done any more. I know this one, the, the what we call the ESA program, that's the letters of it, is very difficult and it's very hard. So it's not you're just out touring. And I do line the tours up, so I take everybody to Robben Island to see where Nelson Mandela was in prison. Mm. And we go through all of that and learn the history of it before we do, you know, the wine tours, because it's like Napa Valley, some beautiful areas out there. So we do a lot of touring. But the, to answer your question, what is the difference? Here, I think you're, like I said, you're so used to just going to class. There, you're embraced in the culture. So not only do Americans go over there, but we are based at the University of Western Cape in South Africa. So we have South African students that's on the teams with the American students. So we they learn each other's culture. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's just not all kumbaya. Sometimes yeah. it's a clash of yeah. differences yeah. once they make it about three, four weeks and they're having to work all night together for these businesses. Can you tell us, like, um, for, like, up college students, like, how can they get, get into this program? Um, the program itself is offered at the university. I started at Oklahoma State University, and they may have some students, mm-hmm. but it was at University of Florida, uh, Boulder, Colorado, University of Colorado, and then uh, Texas A&M, and now we just added uh, Notre Dame who will be doing it. Uh, but if they wanted to directly and if they're from Oklahoma, we still can do that. We've had students uh, from ORU do this. So probably the best way is just to get in contact with me, and I can give my details. Of course, Instagram's easy. It's my name, D-A-R-I-N Applegate, Darren Applegate. Um, but also my email is D-A-R-I-N at AppleGateCreative.com. Y'all get connected. So y'all can be over in Africa. Okay, sorry. What would you tell a person that's trying to start a business? Like where to start? Yeah, that's that's a great question. In fact, all of them are. Um, and let me just say something back to the South Africa thing. I plan to get in contact with me anyway because I do plan sure. on taking a group that's not necessarily 
just going to go for college. So if you're yeah, like, look, I'm awesome. not going to do this in college. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be taking a group. I'll be going over there in November, and that's right. probably kind of quick to raise the money for most people. Yeah. But I'll either be doing a trip where you can do all the things that we do in May mm-hmm. or uh, in August of uh, 2020. So nice. that's something to think about. If right. you've always wanted to go to South Africa or Cape Town, we'll make it happen. Now, what would I... What would I advise? Okay. Okay. I think, you know, for somebody wanting to get into entrepreneurship is to really look at kind of some of the things that you want to do. You have to be honest with yourself. Is this something you're good at? Is this something you have a desire to? Do you like to? It's a great time when you're younger to take chances and take risks and just do it. I don't care if it's making cookies. Man, somebody had to do uh, Mrs. Fields. And I end up uh, meeting Lisa Fields and talking about her cookie business when she used to take it and just try to sell her cookies to people, and it didn't work. Nobody would give her the money. It took it took so much perseverance for Mrs. Fields for Lisa Fields to come out with Mrs. Fields cookies. And finally, a banker she took would just take her baskets into banks, and finally one said, "Okay, I'm going to give you this amount, and we're going to start this." So everything has to start somewhere, and it always starts small, almost always. So I would say get get your plan together. Just write something down, even if it's a paragraph, on what you would like to see happen and start seeing how you can kind of implement that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so as far as the youth that are starting, like the new programs, you said just, just get in there. Just try something new and try to build your business or work at it. Uh, did you do anything as a teenager as far as like entrepreneurship or man, I was on teenager. I was on a farm. I, it was uh, not even in my scope, but okay. what I did see is my grandparents were entrepreneurs. They owned a uh, pizza store, city okay. pizza store in okay. Sand Springs. Yeah. So I was able to see that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of this, you know, the, the thing that I look at every day is, is when I wake up is what do I have? What can I, can I make income? Whatever yeah. I have incoming, yeah. which is if I can't do anything with that is how can I cut down on the outgo and what's mm-hmm. going out? Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to cut back, whether it's on your clothes or just on entertainment. Yeah. That's the best thing is to really discipline yourself so you can take and put some of that money into maybe a business. That's true. So I, I own a um, vending company. Like I just, I heard something one day, somebody was like, Hey, try to make money in your sleep. And I was like, man, how do you do that? And I was like, Hmm, I own the gumball machine. I could probably do that and just have kids just buy gumballs forever. And all I would have to do is fill it up. And so it's just like finding, I mean, there's so many ways and we invested probably like $200 in like probably six, six gumball machines. And now it's paid for itself 10 times over and it's still paying for itself. And so it's just like, there's so many things that you can do and it's easy to just invest. Like you said, just if you get one big lump sum of money, just think of what you want to purchase to invest in where people can spend money on it. So now I have another job that I really don't even have to work. I just have to kind of watch after the gumball machine. So it's pretty fun. And and with that, like how how many different businesses have you come in contact with, and which was one that was very like in, that intrigued you a lot? Yeah, and to, to piggyback on your vending, mm-hmm. uh, I worked with a guy, Lele in Durban, South Africa, that he just went into a vending business, a nice. his vending business. So nice. he did the whole plan and everything, and yeah. it's really viable. But. Uh, the businesses we worked with, especially in South Africa, man, there's so, 
so many and they're so different. Uh, you know, the hair salons were a big thing. But there's one uh, that the guy started a computer, basically just started selling computers out of his trunk of his car. Damn. And now it, he's built that in the township. Now you have to understand townships are really the areas that are, you would say, with real disadvantage, really low income. And he started doing that and rebuilding them and selling them. Now, I don't know, he has probably has about 30 locations. Dang. And then Fortune, he was noted on Forbes, you know, magazine and all these things. So wow. it's, it's, it's pretty wild. We have uh, Lupete Nemanja who sells uh, spinach bread. He wanted to bring a more healthy lifestyle to his township. So he sells his, uh, sells his bread and makes it from scratch. It is, you know, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. If you could make, like, one business that isn't, like, anything, what would you do? If I can make one business and yeah, make, like just make start it? Like, yeah, just start just a business. Make it. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I'm such, uh, kind of, a, in my mind, such a serial entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, I'm thinking of so many different things. Um, that's kind of hard. If you could do one in, um, that has to do with the youth or schooling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one would you do? Um, you know, because I worked with back when I was in school, I worked with East Central High School. Mm-hmm. And that is the most diversified school in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. As far as we have, and we built uh, an entrepreneurial program, you know, around that. Um, but they did so many. The youth, you know, I'm always looking at things. It, it's so now youth are phenomenal in um, in the social media side, and that's so important mm-hmm. that they take that and run with it. But I would probably look, tech is not my area, even though I'm working on a, a tech business. That's, you know, coding, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. But I really would like to see more youth go towards tech. And I'm just listening. You know, a lot of the people that I listen to, I like to know the substance. You know, and even some of the rappers that I hear and listening to a side of millionaire who's an old school yeah, rapper, yeah. and how he made that jump to entrepreneurship. Now he's going into the tech space yeah. and and to hear that. And I was listening to some things on him and, and just that, um, especially the African-Americans, mm-hmm. African-Americans are not in that space mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. And that's what I would like to see really build up even more. And there's not many women in the tech space. True. So, True. But it's growing, and that's exciting yeah. to see him. And I think at this um, at this big convention, he was there. Trey Song was there, and nice. it's really bringing some awareness to that space. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So th- we always like to do this with all of our guests. If there were any words of wisdom, something that we could hold on to, what would be those words that you would give to us? Well, um, as it relates to really entrepreneurship, but as it relates to everything, I think in life is just. Um, be willing to make be willing to make sacrifices for something that's later. You know, sacrifice now to really grow later. Because if you just jump into what you're doing now, later comes really quick. Mm-hmm. And that may be five years, and then you're trying to do something later, then there's another five years. But I think growth is essential. Uh, and it's really great that, you know, you all are doing this especially, but to really look to grow to, to – um, my confidant 
you know, I, I really believe in my faith in Jesus. And I have to put that out there because there's so many times on business decisions that I really rely on that. And that mm-hmm. is such a foundation. Mm-hmm. If I'm lost somewhere in Indonesia yeah. or Thailand yeah. and I love the places that I've gone, sometimes I tell me in my direction. But I would say just really map things out and uh, really think of the here and now, but plan for the later. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Like Look that. at the hand for that wisdom right there. I like that. Got <laughs> you, man. All right, so man, of course we got to take a picture with Mr. Darren here. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we definitely got to, uh, man. So uh, make sure you keep it locked. We got more to talk about. We still have not like settled our conversation on these chicken sandwiches. This, <laughs> yeah, this is a big deal that's have going on. I haven't. <laughs> you know that line's so big. I may have to sneak over there. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I, they, they may be on hold for a while until yeah. next week for with those. So we're going to check it out, though. I hope not. Yeah, they see now that they we not playing. We want some chicken sandwiches out <laughs> here. So, yeah, we definitely going to do that. Keep it locked right here. This is the Juice Radio Show. Man, we'll be right back here in just a moment. We got a juice. I 
Searching for ways to grow your business, or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American communities, the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any promotional screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tulsa Midtown Embroidery. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. We do workshops, we do mural workshops, we also work with elders in the realm of technology, and if you're looking for a logo, a business card, or a website, we have you there. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U-T-R-E-E-P.com. So if you're interested in any of these services, feel free to visit Underground Tree Studios online at utreep.com. Peace. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show. It's your boy Ramona Hometown Heat. We're here with our squad. And oh man, what did y'all <laughs> what did y'all think of our guest today? Like what was y'all what's y'all's thought on that? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty cool? He was a cool person. Yeah. Y'all trying to go to South Africa. That's why yeah. y'all like I'm gonna go to Africa. Yep. Dang, man. So, um and okay, so final thoughts on on these chicken sandwiches. Oh, Once wait, they wait, come wait. back, okay. You forgot to add a wrap. We like Nipsey. Oh, oh yeah, Nipsey yeah. Hustle. Did y'all? Did but did you listen to Nipsey Hustle before, before he passed? Yeah. yeah. You did. Yep, I did. Okay, you didn't. Me either. I, was a little bit. Me either. The I knew of him, but I just. And then he used to be on. Um, they used to be on the TV show. That's how I got put on. TV. Oh. I listen. I, uh, I know about Nipsey Hustle with YG because he like. Oh yeah. YG, yeah. That was close. Yep. Yeah. That was I, close to, I listened to RJMRLA. He a rapper from LA too. He okay. a good rapper too. So. I knew. I the, the what brought back to my remembrance because I remember that day Nipsey Hustle slapped the fire at that dude that one day he was oh, at an award bar. show. He was at an award show and he slapped him so hard. He said, <laughs> and then I was like, oh dang. Then, yeah. Nipsey don't play. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
they got this new TV show from Stay Out of Compton. They was talking with Nipsey was on there. It's like a tattoo show. Black oh, what? Yeah, Black Compton? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not Black Compton. I was watching that last night. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, it's rough in Compton. Man. Because they have to, like, get along with the gang members because they, they yeah, come they, in their territory. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, have to make sure it was okay. I was yeah. like, really? Yeah. They came. Like they, pulled, with them like yeah. they pulled up. They pulled up on them. So you can't wear just, like, any colors that you want to. No, it's no. not even that. You can't hey, even own the property out there without them not knowing. Really? Yes. They just moved during that territory. They found that disrespectful. But oh, they somehow they got along. I remember seeing that. Like, they had to go. They was in the alley or something yeah. like that. Talking yeah. about, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. White, we already people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was looking scary. Yeah. I would have been scared, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. But I do want to go to Compton to see, like, if the talk is really the talk. Oh, really? Because, yeah. you know, that's reality is. TV. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. could grab a whole bunch of dudes and be like, let's go in the alley. I'll yeah. pay y'all $100 to do this. <laughs> Sometimes Hollywood can be just so fake, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, and that's the thing. Like, I'll be watching with my wife. I'll be watching them, um, them shows, and you can tell, like, it, they they do the same thing. They either go to a restaurant, they pour water <laughs> on each other, yeah, and then they act like they're gonna fight, but they never fight. Yeah. yeah the bodyguards come out. Yeah. Trying to get them. It's like, like right, they wait till the bodyguards come out to yeah. start fighting. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the water, just punch. Yeah. <laughs> they be throwing shoes, everything. Right. Like, they shoes. Yeah. Catching wigs and everything. They, they, they. Have y'all seen the one on Love and Hip Hop where I guess um if y'all really watch it, it's um the Hollywood version where the girl she the mom and the girl showed up. I guess the this Brooke Valentine she was talking to this dude mm-hmm. and the. Uh, and I guess she was texting the girl because I guess she was trying to get with the dude. And oh, they and they yeah, came Marcus to her. Too. Yes, that, Marcus. And they came to the thing. Like, she had, like, a, she was singing. And she gone, She took her daughter's wig off and threw it at the girl. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was so funny. Well, that's crazy. Not that's her daughter's. She right. Like, oh. They both had wigs on. Yeah. And then the most recent one I've been watching is Black China and her mama. Oh, oh I yeah. on Instagram. They was going crazy, crazy man. Yeah. That just her mama is to me, I, in my opinion, her mom is crazy and she's crazy too. Cause he'd be like, my hair, I just can't go with the bottom. <laughs> I'm just like, man, stop! Like, is it? You can tell it's just for TV, yeah. man. It's not. If they really that dramatic in person, I swear I cannot. Yeah, I couldn't. I could not work for them. That would be hard for me First to do. First day, toilet paper. Yeah. I'm, out. <laughs> I'm done. I can't do this. If, if it's that much drama just to do your makeup, it's just like, oh. I'm good. <laughs> I heard... Go ahead. This girl, um, she was on YouTube and she was talking about um how Cardi B is like like that. Like really? she was um she was her makeup artist and I guess she was Cardi B was so disrespectful yeah, and just like is. really doing But yeah. I feel like um Cardi did y'all hear Cardi B talk today? Mm-hmm. She was like basically she was in her makeup room, so that's why she got got an attitude. That's not what she wanted that day. No, but the girl said that she already had an attitude, it just made it worse. But she didn't have to do all that. She didn't pay her. She didn't do none of that. If you gonna like, if you gonna tell somebody you gonna do something, then do the requirements. No, right. no. You, if I pay you, you gonna give me the what I want. Okay, she said that she could have read it. Like she could have redone it. Oh, uh, if I already had an attitude, I want you to do the right first time. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. also heard that Cardi B was about to do a concert. I forgot what uh, CBO stay was, and she received a death threat. And they um, hurry, um, they hit, they hurry up and um, took her out the state or um, city that she was in. So oh wow! Somebody, but, and then I don't believe in the death threats. I do not believe. 
I you don't know. believe in the no. death threats? <laughs> like, no, bro. Like, especially happen. the famous people. Like, Missy, I know why they the death threats was coming to him. And Nick Cannon, too. Because, you know, they canceled the things. Nick Cannon canceled because he was receiving death threats. Oh, so, uh, because of the Dr. CB yeah. that was talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, like, stuff like, I hate you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that probably don't. They don't. That probably don't listen to that. Yeah. They probably delete you. Yeah. Yeah. Just block you on social media. <laughs> yep. That's it. Man, so it's been uh, such a pleasure uh, to have the juice on the radio show, man. It's it's been a good time. We got a two. We still got to get y'all radio name. We don't think we got y'all's radio name yet, so we got to pull that up. But for every, I think I got one, but it might be lame. Yeah. But I'm gonna still be working on it. Okay, work on it. We so yeah. by next week, y'all got to come up with the radio name. All then right. We gonna it have it. Good. Uh, so man once again we want to thank you guys for joining us on the radio show it has been a true pleasure for all of our listeners to join us on this radio show and uh, for our guest today we just appreciate you guys for being here and you guys tune into the radio show man and of course we got more music on the way uh, I got another song right here this dude's name is Alan Stone man so once again we thank you make sure you check us out on the Juice Radio Show Tulsa on Instagram and make sure you follow follow us at Eaton Media Services and on Facebook as well. So you can follow us at 646-716 or give us a call at 646-716-5525 and press that one to go live. Or you can go online and check us out at blogtalkradio.com forward slash WFunk, man. We appreciate you guys. Y'all have a blessed day, man. This is the Juice Radio. Peace. Talk to you. I've got a brown eyes, I've got a the side of the I don't want to keep a waiting. Waiting, waiting. She's got me up tight, tongue-tied, it all around. I don't want to keep a waiting. With this last of just come and go, it came so fast, my feet feel cold, but my mind is for sure, and my heart remains, oh, she's got everything you want, but your God at the strip shop, and all my friends adore her. She reminds me of my mother. She wonders how my day went and don't care about my paycheck. Well, I don't wanna keep my baby waiting. I've got a brown eyes up around the other side of town. I don't wanna keep waiting. Keep up waiting. She's got me up tight, untied, just it all around. I don't wanna keep her waiting. Oh, let me see. What if she finds a man? He's got so much more life for her to be on his head. That don't make sense. Why about she wait so long just to run away? Oh, she's got everything you want. Let me speak the restaurants and all my 